You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Thank you for tuning into the first episode of Paint the Town Podcast. I'm your host, James. I'm teacher. Welcome to the show. So this is the first time we're doing this. Let's kind of start off by introducing ourselves, I guess. My name's James Shen. Uh, I founded LA Street Art Gallery with Mitchell Dumlau. He's another DJ. Um, maybe in 2012, Teach? Yep, that's right. Something around there, actually. So um, in 2012, I was actually a pharmaceutical rep that worked in the Melrose and Fairfax area. Drug dealer. <laughs> yes, legal drug dealer, actually, exactly. So, I mean, during that period of time, my job would be, uh, I sold like a, um, a high blood pressure medication uh, to all the Armenian doctors, basically, in the area. So I would visit all the, uh, uh, I was one of those guys, man. I was one of those guys that carried one of those big bags of drugs every single day, and I would go into doctor's offices. And, uh, I mean, usually it's kind of hot chicks that are doing this thing. So, obviously, I, I wasn't doing as good as them, you, you Dude, know what I mean? that's tough. <laughs> Pushing drugs for the pharmaceuticals, man, back in the day. But, anyways, so, I, I, during that period of time, I would walk down and up these streets, and uh, I would kind of see all this uh, graffiti, I guess, you know. And um, somebody told me, hey, this is not graffiti. This is actually street art. I was like, what's the difference? <laughs> you know, I was, I was pretty ignorant at that time. I really didn't know the difference, you know. This is... Maybe even 2011, actually, I, I would say, um, some, some pe- sometime during that period of time. I actually didn't start doing graffiti or street art, whatever you want to call it, uh, until 2010. Um, okay. I actually grew up in Florida and escaped um, and got out here in 99 and saw the graffiti and street art and wanted to be a part of it. Okay. Um, I just had, you know, done commission paintings uh i hadn't even had a, a piece in a gallery yet really okay so no one wanted to put my stuff in galleries because i had actually started doing stuff that had to deal with uh 9-11 and education and no one cared about who i was and they didn't want to put my art in a gallery <laughs> okay. i got out here to la i saw the graffiti the street art i wanted to do some but i could not come up with anything so this is in 2010, right? This is no, no, no. This is 99. Okay. I got out here in 99. Oh, okay, and I'm then sorry. in 2010, when my twins were born, that, we'll get into that was right when they were making cuts in the education budget. And I was like, sweetie, to my wife, it's time for me to start doing some graffiti. Okay, so as a protest. As a pro- yeah, it was more of a protest than really vandalism. And so that's how I got started. And that's that's why I'm sitting here today. Okay, so so going back, basically, LA Street Art Gallery started around 2012. We're basically a community. I think the website is lastreetart.gallery. Um, on Instagram, it's LA Street Art Gallery. Facebook, LA Street Art Gallery. Um, what we started doing is just documenting. I was, as I said, I was a pharmaceutical rep at the time, and I would walk up and down the streets, and I would just take pictures of this wonderful art that really nobody was seeing. I mean, anybody outside of the walking distance of this area. So I connected with quite a few different uh, bloggers, I guess, when I sent in my pictures to a few blogs and, um, you know, connected with uh, Teach back in 2012. And we covered quite a few artists on our YouTube channel, uh, LA Shore Gallery. So, um, Dude, things were so much different back then. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there wasn't really a community back then. It was just kind of like emerging, I guess. I, I think exited through the gift shop. What time? Dude, did that's what started it. Yeah. That's, that's what actually got things, got everybody out there trying to put stuff up was exit through the gift shop now, now okay just just kind of give all the new viewers and new fans yeah, they don't even know what that is what are you talking about a gift shop for <laughs> like you're a podcast you know what i mean you don't have a gift shop you can't even buy anything yeah exactly well la short gallery exactly we have no gift shop so i mean <laughs> <laughs> not yet not yet not yet exactly um, but anyway so let's talk about this movie that came out exit through the gift shop back in the day i mean uh, what was so like amazing about it? I mean, I saw it around that time, 2009, 2010, or whatever it came out. I mean, why was it so mind-blowing, I mean, um, to people? Dude, I didn't even know what it was, really. Uh, my wife was trying to put together a low-budget film, and she wanted to go see it as research. And I was like, exit through the gift shop? Banksy, I don't even know what this is. But you know what, sweetie? I support you. I love you. Let's go see this movie. You were doing art already at that time, though, right? 
Oh, I was already. An, I've been an artist all my life. Okay, wait. wait um, okay, so uh, you went to uh, Ringling. Okay, yeah. So a little bit of backstory here. So, um, I got out of high school, did a little bit of art in high school. Had a very beautiful high school art teacher that really inspired me a lot, and notified me there was an art school I could go to instead of going to a regular college. So I did the best I could to get in there. Got in there. Got a bachelor's degree of fine arts. And did a bunch of illustrations, book illustrations, started doing commission paintings, started with horses, fancy show horses, and then did a couple other projects, then started a project that ended up making me the first artist ever allowed to work on a painting in the corridors of the Pentagon. Wow, okay, okay. Long story just for another time, but um, yeah, we'll get into that. Definitely, it, uh, it basically it started in the Pentagon. Then I started going to military bases. Then I started going to police department, fire department, courthouse complex, basically anywhere where people serve the community. Um, I became a live art installation, and it basically kind of helped not only um, spread the art appreciation market because I'm going in there not just putting pieces up, they're actually getting to see from beginning to finish a painting happen. And so that develops more interest. And at the same time, I was actually getting more business because they were like, hey, can I hire you to do something? So that went well for a long time. Um, but then when I got married, you know, it was, wasn't it consistent enough. So I see. And the, so that was uh, like, Basically, you were just doing kind of commission pieces until 2010. You started doing graffiti, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back to Exit Through the Gift Shop. I mean, you know, this is a movie I saw. This is a movie that you saw that, uh, would you say that inspired you kind of partially? Oh, too? dude, this was like my textbook. Okay. This is like my textbook for street art, you know, when I, and I laughed so hard watching that movie. Like, I, that's one of the movies that I went into not knowing what to expect and came out of it just going, wow, that was, that was awesome. And it showed different ways of getting up in the streets, uh, using wheat paste, using stencils, uh, just freehand. And, um, you know, it was it was a textbook for me. Help I mean, me learn. you know, for me, when I saw Exit Through the Gift Shop in 2012, I'm not sure if I saw it on Netflix when you still had to, like, get DVDs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> something, something like that, right? When you had to actually, like, request. Now, now we can just link on to something. Yeah, yeah something like is. that. I, I don't know. Or somebody, you know, recommended it to me. I think maybe Mitchell recommended it to me or something. Or, um, But basically I saw it, and then a whole world opened up to me. I mean, you know, talk about... Uh, being a part of like a secret group where uh, you know you're kind of sending messages to each other. I mean, this was this was it. I mean, huh. these are artists that are. Well, here's the thing. Uh, okay, so when I got started, there was a uh, no one was doing anything on Instagram. It wasn't even around yet. Yeah, really. I don't think Instagram was around. <laughs> no one was doing anything on Facebook really because you didn't want to get busted, right? So there's this um, blog called Melrose Fair Melrose and Fairfax, and this guy. Um, Hey, Greg. He, yeah. <laughs> he uh, is actually from Florida, and he was writing this street blog, and he was really good about putting up posts. And this lady told him from the Huffington Post, hey, you put up 10 posts a day. You're going to build this into something. And so he did. And when at the beginning, it was all his photos. He would go around in this area in Melrose and Fairfax and, like, Santa Monica and take pictures himself and then post it up and write a little article about it. So uh, yeah, I would, start I would send him the pictures, it. yes, on sometimes too. Well, yeah. that's what eventually started yeah. happening was people started sending him pictures, and then towards the end, none of the pictures were his. They were like all pictures that people were sending to him, and he would write articles. Now, the good thing about this was that you could leave anonymous comments. Now, that may not sound like a big deal, but <laughs> what... <laughs> What happens is YouTube comments. Well, <laughs> pre, you know what? Pre, prehistoric you YouTube get comments. some honesty on your artwork, though. That's true. That's true. That's and true. It, it did rip me apart for a little while. I got upset. I got pissed off and everything. That's because true. I was like, man, I'm putting a good message out. I'm yeah. teach, man. <laughs> teach each child. Why can you hate on that? You know. You know, haters gonna hate. You know what I mean? Oh, dude. Like, they, they, you know, they always gotta make a comment. Like, what is this guy? You make, reach enough people. <laughs> You're, you, it doesn't matter what you're doing, how good it is. You reach enough people, you're going to get some haters. You know what? To be honest, I think haters are actually like, uh, like you know, they say imitation is a form of flattery. I think like 
hating on somebody like secretly exactly. you're capturing exactly. their attention enough to get a reaction out of it and uh, I agree. that's the whole point of art right to mm -hmm. create discussion so at the end of the day i mean <laughs> <laughs> well and you know what that's what i finally realized and was able to actually benefit from this and actually got some ideas from some of these haters at times okay you know? i mean i remember on that blog what was kind of special about it, it was that it wasn't just like Oh, this guy did a mural here. I mean, he took pictures of like stickers too. Y y oh, know I know. I mean? He that would take really pictures cool. of the smallest stickers in like a little spot that you would just never see, and then write a long, you know, like a nice write-up on it, like a whole essay on it, you know. And so what that did was that really encouraged a lot of people to get out there because they're like, you know what, I can't afford to get up on a billboard or you know these do these big pieces, but. I could do a sticker. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I mean, you know, everybody thinks about street art and graffiti as, like, illegal things. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> right? So if the thing is, like, for, for me, what captured, inspired me or captivated me about it was that, you know, if you wanted to create a sticker, you can kind of join the conversation, and it wasn't too much risk of getting arrested or anything like that, even though you kind of felt like you were doing something illegal, you know? Oh, I know, because it's so fast. Boom, you're putting a sticker down. <laughs> yeah. Here's a funny thing, okay? A sticker can get you a felony. Really? A sticker. Because, because of like hate crime stuff? Or if you put it on a sign and that sign costs more than $400, oh, that really? sticker, you can't get that sticker off that residue that it causes on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can claim that they need a new sign. And as soon as you do something that costs more than $400, it's a felony. Oh, man. I mean, okay, so, so you're telling me that y there's some areas that you can actually kind of just do free graffiti, right? And if you want to do something stupid as put a sticker on a sign and a ca ca cop catches you it could be way worse felony felony <laughs> and you're speaking from experience not, well, not for the stickers but i mean <laughs> no yes i did get arrested um <laughs> but luckily it wasn't for a sticker that would have been really uh demoralized <laughs> well hey, hey real quick so what i want to do real quick is you know we did a we covered you back in 2012 okay i kind of just want to mm -hmm. um just run through this video real quick okay with you and um just reflect on it with you. Uh, I remember I actually edited this video. Um, I didn't shoot it, but I edited it. I remember Mitchell, <sighs> the other founder. North Hollywood, um, running that house. Yeah, came yeah. back, and then uh, I know this billboard kind of. If if you go to LA Street Art Gallery, our YouTube page, just Google it, you'll find it. Um, you can actually find uh, a video we did of Teach back in 2012. Now, uh, like I said, Teach didn't wear glasses normally at this time, and uh, he didn't have any facial, <laughs> <laughs> facial hair. I think maybe he had less tattoos, too. So, oh, oh you know, man, to me. The last few years have been rough. <laughs> exactly. To me, it's really interesting to see how, uh, you, I don't want to say like your look, but you, you know what I mean. Like just the, the look has evolved, but the My message eyes has have gotten progressively worse. <laughs> I had to go to full time glasses. I got to a point where I had five pairs of reading glasses all over the house oh in my, my truck, and yeah. But so, so I'm just thinking that, you know, the message has changed. I mean, that has not changed, but the, you, even though your look has evolved, your message has stayed the same. So I just want to kind of watch this with you. And then, um, like I said, let's reflect on it real quick. Okay. So let me just pull this cool. up real quick. My name is Keith Beal. I go by teacher. I'm from Destin, Florida, but I live in LA now for about 13 years. Oh my God, it's short. I was motivated to get there. into street art because they're making cuts in the education budget. And I, I wanted to do something to put a message out. I think if you want to reach people, the best way to do it is to put it right in front of their face. The important thing to me about education is it's, it's the basis for what you know, we are going to be. I feel like we're giving too much attention to defending our country and not educating That's it. Well, I'm afraid we're going to end up being a well-defended country of a bunch of idiots. We are, well, <laughs> we are a country of well-defended idiots. <laughs> oh my God, Look at our president now. When is this? Trying to reach as many oh. people as I can. Well, I got uh, busted on December 15th of 2011. Oh they were trying to get me for felony mm -hmm. charges. I started to try to come up with um, ways that were non um, non-vandalistic, non-damaging. Non-vandalistic. Um, so that's when I started doing like word. these uh, <laughs> pieces like the, the little trees that actually attach to the sign with a screw. And those rode forever. And all kinds of people saw them. So it basically made me reassess how and what I do on the streets. Like it's, you don't have, it doesn't have to be vandalism in order to reach a lot of people. Hmm. And actually you're, you're allowed message, to man. do love that. an 11 yeah. by 17 piece 
and post that on the electrical Great. boxes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you want to be really safe? Don't do a piece bigger than 11 by 17. You're going to be cool. <laughs> Try doing what I did. Try getting involved with the school. Go see about teaching kids. All right, so I mean, Dude, wow. that was back in 2012, man. The, the date I uploaded that was November 18th, 2012. I mean, uh, oh, it's May 25th, 2018 now. So it's been God. six years. I mean, like we said, back then there really wasn't a scene, and now it's kind of grown to like a you're an OG now. I mean, you were kind of an OG Jeez. before, and now it's even more. Well, I was, I was an OG getting started yeah, and made yeah. a bunch of mistakes and everything, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, dude, the, what happened is it's, it's, uh, addictive and uh, coming from doing art that would be on a canvas and sit in a studio to doing artwork that is out in the public and posting up on Instagram and getting feedback and getting appreciation for it, man, that's, that right there is what really helps me a lot so i mean how much has social media changed the game i mean before you know like we said when we started this we were uploading youtube videos and <laughs> we were actually thinking about creating an app for do uh, that and art, we were know? counting on you know waiting on our piece to be posted on morrows and fairfax you know like <laughs> oh when's he gonna put it up when's he gonna put it up oh there it is there it is yeah let's see how many comments i got did i get any comments yeah, it was on like it? the only way really, oh man right? someone tore it apart what no i gotta get on there and say something oh so was there like a lot of like you know, back in the day in forums, right, uh, like message forums, there was just arguments going back and forth of online nerds, like, discuss, See, I don't know discussing whether Tupac was dead. You, you, yeah. you See, know I've, I've never <laughs> been in a chat room. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm like 49 years old okay. now. And so I've never been in a chat room. I've never done any of that stuff. So this, this blog thing was like the first time, like, I'm getting on something and seeing comments and then seeing people hating on me and stuff and being like... So how did that feel? Oh, I mean, like, you know, normally as an artist, you know, I'm a, I'm a DJ, musician, producer. Uh, I paint a little bit, you know, so... But the thing is, like, I just dabble. So a lot of times I'm not really presenting my uh, art to the public, you, you know what I mean? So, you know, you're getting your, your friends to say, hey, that's great, you know, hey, the, your mom... <laughs> That's a good job, James. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> so great. Of course you're going to say that. You know, you right, want to support me. want to make me feel good. Sure. No, but that's that's one of the cool things about getting up on the street. And um, that's actually one of the things I do miss about that blog is that the anonymous comments, you know, because it's kind of like you say on the social media now, you, you can see whoever's making the comments. And so they only say nice things. And, you know, you might get a little bit of critique every now and then, but rarely. You know, I, I really do miss that, that raw, you know, uh, rip your skin off critique. Well, what, what was like? It was humbling, <laughs> you know. I think I'm putting a piece on the street. I'm like, dude, this is going to be awesome, man. I can't wait to see the comments on this one, you know. And then you get it up and you know, people are tearing apart me going, what? So, so do you remember one in particular, something that somebody said, I mean, uh, that, you know, maybe influenced you, you know, in, in a certain way? Or were they all just pretty much just uh, – I've done many years of therapy to forget all that shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with anger issues and military family, killing people and stuff. So <laughs> it's hilarious. My parents, you know, two of the sweetest little Christians you'll ever meet, mass murderers. You know what I mean? They <laughs> built, my dad was at Eglin Air Force Base building mines and, and, and missiles and, you know, bombs and stuff. And my mom was over in the math lab doing all the programs, analyzing the stuff to go in there. You I know? mean, so that is the greatest generation, right? I mean. You know, and they're telling me, hey, you know, no, we're Christians and stuff, but it's okay to kill because of, I don't remember what the hell they said, but it made sense to them, you know? Yeah. And so, like, World it's War II, tough man. to grow it's up. a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, I, and, you know, graffiti and street art kind of saved my life, really. Art's kind of saved my life because, and my parents, they didn't push me into the military. They let me do my art, and that really saved me. See, that, that's really awesome, man. I mean, um, you know, it seems like your parents were really, uh, you know, just uh, supportive over your art all the whole time. And, and uh, you know, like I said, even though you they were supportive, I feel it's really interesting that you still kind of had a rebellious side, not, you know, necessarily from your parents, but actually to, you know, your art kind of had a rebellious side for the protest once the education budget. Yeah, when I <laughs> when I uh, told my parents I was starting to do uh, graffiti, they, uh, <laughs> we put you through art school <laughs> to do graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's what that's basically what you explained to them, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, you know they uh, they they were kind. They're still kind about it, you know. And they're like, well, if you you know if you're sure about this and you think it's a good thing, 
Um, what was you know, Big T's like, reaction? I'm not, I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not hurting anything that isn't already like messed up or whatever. And these billboards are gonna throw away those vinyls anyway, you know. So, you know, I, I never hit a nice wall or anything like that. I try to stick with the electrical boxes or a messed up wall. Or and and like electric that, boxes you know? are legal too, and that's kind of like your now, signature in a sense. Now too. they are. And you helped with that, right? I helped a little bit. Okay. I, I did help a little bit. Okay. Um, but explain the process. I mean, like, like you know, you could put a d lost dog sign, right? I mean, yeah, no, no, no. It, like in the video you saw, you can put eleven by seventeen, you know, advertisement or or lost dog or whatever, and you can tape it to electrical box. Yeah. But back when I got started in 2010, like I had friends that got arrested for for putting pieces on the electrical boxes. Mm -hmm. And were they know, getting like arrested in the moment or kind of just yeah, okay, no. okay. No, like a cop would pull up and pull and take him in. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my buddy John Amos. Got oh, okay, to take him in. okay. John, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I remember those days. Like, you know, the pieces that I put up weren't necessarily as great because I'm sitting there spraying, looking over my shoulder, going, "Dang, don't be a cop coming by!" Oh God, is that one? Is that one? <laughs> That's a rush, isn't it, though? It, it is. You know, and don't get me wrong. I'll get to that point in a second, but you know. It just nowadays is different because now I got a permit. I can take my time. You know, it's still not exact. It's just for one box in downtown LA. But I, you know, I put a nice plastic sleeve and kind of take it with me. And if they say anything, I show. You literally them. have a permit, basically. Get out. It's not even a get out of jail free card. It's a leave me the fuck alone kind of shit. It is. It's exactly. <laughs> it's, I'm a fucking artist, not a villain card, really. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, flash yeah. that. And most of the time, they're like, okay, but if they want to look at it and look at it, the details, and they realize it's just for one box on Fifth and Main downtown L.A., <laughs> and then I'm like, well, look, here's the deal, dude. This has got such a good response. They want us to try it in different communities, and the way we do it is we do a box, and then we get response from the community on the box. But, you know, if you're not cool with that, I've got a can of gray spray paint. I'll just spray over the box, and then I'm doing some community service, right? Because I just put a coat of paint on this yeah, box. Because there's probably some tagging on it, anyways, right? Some gang tagging. I mean, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. right? You, you know what sometimes. I mean. Sometimes. Or after the fact, after uh, like you know, like I said, people got people want to cap other people for some reason, right? That's, that's oh, dude. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Back so in much. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, there's uh, things escalate really quickly when it comes to graffiti artists and street artists, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay. They escalate quickly because you have a combination of things here. You have an artist who's very passionate. Artists are passionate people, okay? Of course. And then you have the cross of the vandal, okay? Now, a vandal is pretty passionate too, okay? About if you're going to do something that's against the law, okay, you got to be pretty passionate. you got to be pretty motivated, okay? okay? Yeah. Now, if you got a, a vandal artist, that's double passion, you know, yeah, so I mean squared. <laughs> I know what you mean. And yeah. then if you you know, if someone goes over your piece and then you find out who that is, it's like, dude, I broke the law to get that up there and you went over that. <laughs> I want to kill you. Yeah, it's kinda like you took my credit in a sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Or you you ruined my effort. Yeah, okay. Ruined, I risked <coughs> my yeah, yeah, rights. I see that. I risked my I risk getting arrested. Okay. And, then, and then you're going to disrespect me like that in a sense, yeah. kind of. And then there's a couple of you, like, if they go over you completely, that pisses you off. But if, then if they, like, draw a, a dick in your mouth or some shit like that, <laughs> then it's like, dude. What is that? I, you, know, you know, I always think that, you know, as, as, as graffiti artists evolve, right? You know, you know how, like, man built, like, the wheel, like, back in the day. Like, the yeah. first thing that graffiti artists have to draw before they can draw, like, bubble letters is they have to draw a dick on the wall. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? No, it, seems it starts like with shit and, you know, everything. <laughs> shit, farting, and all that stuff. So. so let's go back real quick, though. So, so going back to Exit Through the Gift Shop, that movie, you know, that kind of inspired us both. I feel like, you know, um, they, they brought to light a few artists, like, for example... These uh, vandal artists that you're talking about, you know, and I think that um, uh, I had never heard of any, uh, uh, you know, street artists, vandals. I mean, graffiti artists, like I said, they're 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 vandals, but they're kind of doing it uh, as a culture. I mean, sometimes in a gang reason, you, you know what I mean? There's a couple of different types. There's the the, the graffiti writers um, and there's the gangbanger graffitis, graffiti writers. And then there's the artistic uh, graffiti artists. Okay. Okay. The gangbangers. It could be all three too, doing right? Stuff, it, they don't make it fancy at all. Oh, okay. It's okay. kind of grubby looking, but you can somewhat read it. There's usually X's, you know, 18th Street Gang, Alabama Street Gang, stuff like that. And that's um, their team, whatever street it is. Gang, exactly. Whatever. Um, 
they don't care about being fancy mm. okay those are your hardcore gangbang graffiti writers that's about territory and initiation mm -hmm. they will take guys and they will hang them upside down off a freeway overpass holding their ankles while they spray their stuff and, and that's initiated kinda, oh into wow okay 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 it's like and so there's that type out there then you've got the graffiti writers that write things that are a comment on society like david cho or something like that that's not gang related but i mean no, no they're making a comment on society yeah, mm -hmm. or something like that then you have your graffiti artists mm -hmm. and they do okay, the throwies uh, okay. called bubble yeah. letters mm -hmm. throwies like burners uh pieces murals and murals mm -hmm. like, yeah 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 mm -hmm. now the funny thing is these guys they like to call people like me a street artist and they like to call themselves graffiti writers right a graffiti artist. I mean, you know, but wait there second, obviously is a difference, yeah. Here's the thing. Technically, graffiti is something you, you, can, you can read and get a message from, mm -hmm. okay? Um, and the pieces these guys do, it's hard to tell what the letters look like. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Even some of their, their own uh, crew cannot even figure it out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so at that point, it becomes abstract. Yeah. I, and that is less graffiti. It's more artist than it is graffiti. Yeah, and sometimes... So Technically, I'm the graffiti artist. Yeah, no, I, I 100% And they're agree. calling me a street artist. No, I mean, you know, I'm just going to put it I'm out there bitter. and just teach. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, y you know, a lot of times it has to do with, like, you know, where you're from, right? If you're from a certain area, your race, <laughs> you know what I mean? Things there's like also, that. There's also the, um, the different types. The styles, of, yeah, the styles. There's, there's wheat pasting, stencils, and freehand. Uh, yeah. don't, mm -hmm. You don't want to put a paste over a stencil or a freehand piece. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because those are original pieces. Yeah. You're just putting a copy over the top of it. Mm -hmm. So so let's go back, okay? So we're talking about Banksy. The reason I want to just mention him, because I think a lot of people, you know, don't know who Banksy is now, believe it or not. Oh, I, I know. I, it's so crazy. I know, right? Like, there was we a time <laughs> where he was so popular that, I mean... Um, that it, a lot more people knew him. Yeah, a lot more people knew him, and actually there was an anti-Banksy movement in the local scene, I would say. Not, not anti, but just kind of like... Who are you? Kind of, kind of, who are you kind of thing. And that has a lot to do with uh, another artist called Brainwash, basically, too. I mean, he's the other uh, character inside this movie, uh, Exit Through the Gift Shop. You want, you want to kind of explain from an artist's point of view, um, what was the controversy uh, of this artist, Mr. Brainwash? Okay, so what happened was Brainwash, um, you know, he's got his brothers uh, and their family business. They started with T-shirts and clothing that they would buy in bulk and then they would resell with a, with a story attached to it for a lot more money. And um, I know that, uh, I believe that their parents passed away at a young age and so Terry, Mr. Brainwash, became obsessed with taking pictures. Like documenting, okay. basically. Documenting, yeah. exactly. And so um, he, became, he started documenting graffiti artists. Like Shepard Ferry, right? Yeah, and he was telling them he's going to put together a movie. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, okay, sure, you can come along. And plus, you got someone to keep a lookout for you. That kind of right? sounds like me and Mitchell in 2012, actually, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Slightly different. A little, a little bit, bit different, different, but like I said, we well, have similar intentions, actually, to document street art at the end of the day, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so what happened was, um, you know, all these artists were, oh, so he finally met Banksy. He was finally able to hook up with Banksy, took him around and everything. So, so what's so special about Banksy? I mean, you, you know, no one knows who, what he looks like, right? I mean, uh, supposedly, right. you know, I mean, like, uh, explain a little bit about why is Banksy so, uh, I guess, the uh, Batman of uh, <laughs> you Well, know, here's the, the thing. He's, he, uh, he does clever commentary on current events. And he's a British artist, right? He's British, yeah. yes. He's a British From, artist. Uh, um, Bristol. Bristol, yes. And so, but what he did, though, that really set him apart, one of the pieces he did was on, um, I forget which wall this is, but he did a girl with, with balloons floating up in the air. Like yeah. He was on taking the, her uh, over the wall. And also the parking sign one, too, right? Yeah, well, that was yeah. here in LA. But, dude, this wall that he did mm -hmm. was, like, over, I forget which country that is, but, you know, pretty sketchy oh, yeah, area. Oh, yeah, yeah, It was, like, super high, basically. And, you know, it was yeah. in the Middle East or something like that? Yes. Yeah, and he got up on the ladder Gaza, right on the side yeah. of the road, cars driving by and everything, and just did it right there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And so he was able to get in these high-profile spots yeah. with a very interesting image that made a, a very interesting critique on what was going on. Yeah, I mean, so that's what helped set him apart, and that's what was like, okay, this guy is interesting, but here's the thing. 
he also did big installations that you're like, okay, like this guy has money. There's no way that an ordinary guy can afford to take a, a telephone booth and chop cut it, it in, chop it in half and reattach it at an angle yeah. and then put, you know, embed an ax into it. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, that's true. <laughs> and so then basically you find out that He's he's someone that that's very wealthy. But then Banksy you, you kind of hear that he sells like he'll just set up a cart or his team will set up a cart in like in Central Park and sell pieces for like five oh, bucks yeah. or something like that. No right? no 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 like sixty or yeah $70 yeah or $80 so something real cheap that yeah. would go for like thousands. Yeah yeah of so so I mean Banksy's pieces like I mean sell probably resell for like millions at, and at this point maybe maybe not millions yet but maybe thousands. Well some pieces some pieces do go for for millions not that many of them. I mean select pieces that were very you know uh, critical pieces that were in you know amazing spots. Like they cut out the wall basically and they're selling the wall right. There <laughs> is a friend of mine uh, Stephen Dunn who runs Munchkin okay. uh, children products that has the wall that he did in Detroit where they said, you know, there used to be trees here and it has the, the African-American. Yeah, 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 there. yeah, yeah. That's in his office. Really? Wow. They cut the wall out. And he got his hands on it, basically. And it's in his office in, where is that, North Hollywood, in Van Nuys. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow, okay. I mean, dude, he's got some of the most amazing street art. Man, you got to take me to see that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, it's like a museum. It's better than some of the museums. Okay, okay. But he's got a, he's got a, a wall. They cut it out and they transported it from Detroit. Jesus to LA. I mean, how thick is this thing? It is about um, a foot and a half thick. It is about seven and a half feet high. And it's cement? Um, it's a wall. It's a fucking brick wall. I mean, a cinder block wall. Cinder block. It's a fucking cinder block wall. <laughs> and, That's crazy. And what he was doing was he was having artists come and do a cinder block. Yeah. And then they could put it on the pile because it was like a pile of cinder blocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, so re I remember did a, that one. I did a cinder block with some of my stencils and mm -hmm. had to leave it there and took a picture. And so it was like I did a collaboration with Banksy. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that's and how it is at the end of the day. You, you know, know, someone says, what, a collaboration with Banksy, what does that even mean? That means he did some artwork, he did some artwork, it was put together, that's it. Yeah, ex exactly. I mean, y y you know, at the end of the day, uh, I think at, at the beginning when we were starting off this uh, L.A. Street Gallery, I remember we were trying to find out what are the rules of the game. Do you remember that question? <laughs> do you remember that question? Because, sure. because it's, it was so new to us that we're, we're like figuring out how do we not offend anybody, but uh, I mean, you, you, know, you know what I mean? And we, we kind of learned our lesson real quick that uh, there's a lot of paranoid people out there. <laughs> dude, I, you know what? I, I learned my lesson on actually, dude, right out here in this parking lot. Okay, right, right by Flex Rebellion. Okay, so let's tell them this. So right now we have <laughs> we're, we're in the gallery that I'm going to be having my second solo show in. Okay, it's on Melrose. It's right across from Fairfax High School. And uh, the show's going to be tomorrow, so we thought this might be a cool time to do our first podcast. So right outside in the parking lot, um, there's all this amazing street art. And for a while, there was some guys, I'm not going to mention the crew because I don't want to get any names or anything going again. But there were some amazing pieces out there by this one of the biggest, baddest crews in L.A. And so a friend of mine was kind of curating the yard a little bit. And he asked me if I'd come get my big JFK stencil up. And so I came over here and I was looking around and I was like, well, how about up there? And he was like, sure. And so I put it way up high on the wall. OK. And what the, ma the mistake that I made was that it was up above some amazing uh, graffiti or graffiti art. So okay? they thought that you were up, you felt like you were above them, right? That <laughs> is what their concept <laughs> yeah. was. Exactly. They thought that my piece looked like something from Borders. I see. Bookstore. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Like here's JFK and he's got a teach peace thought bubble. Okay, <laughs> and that's what's all the way up there at the top, right? Reaching into so the heavens. You're kind of capping them in a sense, right? You, you know, you know. What or I mean? just getting any close, you yeah, know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. And so what was going to happen was they were going to come down here and they were going to buff it. Yeah. And so my buddy, I'm not going to mention any names, calls me up. And he's like, dude, you know these guys from whatever crew. And I'm like, this crew. Oh. And he's like, dude, I'll stand right next to you, and and we'll we'll take care of these guys. You know, we'll we'll, we'll let them get it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, what happened? And I was like, luckily, yet? luckily, yeah, you know, it didn't escalate. Okay. Um, my buddy was a total gangster that offered to. <laughs> he's one of the, <laughs> like you know, Eddie is Eddie. <laughs> um, and Shout uh, to Gorilla One. He's one of the few guys that has ever made that offer and meant it to yeah. physically stand next to me against a big crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I learned from that was. You know what? Keep, just stay away. Dude, this town is so big. There's so many places to get up. 
if you see some graffiti, some throwies, some awesome looking bombs or something like that, don't do street art in here. Yeah, just find Stay another away. place. There's so many other places, <laughs> you know? So that was the, the lesson. The San Gabriel Valley needs some street art instead of graffiti, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Some places would Not graffiti, gladly. but I mean gang graffiti. You, you yeah. know what I mean, yeah. Exactly. I mean, so, so that's interesting. I mean, so during that period of time, it, like I said, we were literally trying to document it, and uh, our question was, what are the rules, you know? Because we Dude, you guys picked the greatest name. Los <laughs> L.A. Street Art Gallery. <laughs> that's that right there. I mean, you know, I mean, you, you've, I'm sure you've had all kind of clients get in touch with you Definitely. just to see if you could help them out. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've, uh, like, Pepsi's contacted us before. <laughs> I mean, uh, we've worked with... Uh, BMW before, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we'll, we'll tell that another story another time. And they're and they're thinking, oh, LA Street Art Gallery. You guys know like all this shit. You you got LA, you know, tight, yeah, I mean, right? Exactly. You know all the artists. These guys are like German people coming over. You know, I mean, like trying to get. <laughs> no, dude, I those. remember you guys called me for a, a few things. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm like, what? Who? Exactly. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I'm all over that shit. Hell yeah, dude. So I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the thing is like. People are just curious, and uh, I would say that, you know, there's quite a few street art hubs around the world. L.A. definitely is one of them. Yeah. You, you know, I would say, um, you know, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Mexico City, yeah. uh, Amsterdam, y y you know what I mean? These are all kind of, um, Berlin, obviously, right? These are all yeah. hubs of uh, um, uh, street art, you know, Miami, obviously, too, yeah, uh, New absolutely. York, Five Points, you know what I mean? Back in the day, we used to have Back it, in the day. You know, so... Um, destroyed it. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, so there's, there's so many enclaves of uh, street art, and during that period of time, literally, after I watched Exit Through the Gift Shop, I was inspired. I was like, man, there has to be a blog about this. Like, somebody needs to do this. And I found Melrose in Fairfax at the time. Right. And uh, like I said, it was it was literally the only shop around. OK. Yes. No, it was. <laughs> and dude, here's the thing that dude, he knew he used to do some marketing in Florida. OK, so he knew how to use tags. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hashtags. hashtags back in the day. That was 2010, 11 yeah. that he's using hashtags. And so he took that <laughs> that that blog up to number one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the world for street art gallery. Yeah. I mean, and then he just pissed on it. <laughs> He was getting burnt out, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean? So I was like, look, dude, hey, take take some time off. Well, Let I someone mean, else run it for you, you know what I mean? I tried to give him all these ideas and stuff, and he just he was too much of a control freak to let anyone else run it. I mean, I think, you know, if you, if you guys want to check out, uh, like I said. Um, it's still got, up. Yeah, it's still up. It's still up. From the old, the old Melrose entries. Melrose and Fairfax it, blogspot. <laughs> blogspot.com that's how old yeah. it is man. yeah no, seriously blogspot.com there that tells you enough right so, so so i mean back in the day and if you want to check out uh uh that go to the website um and then just google that melrose and fairfax blogspot and then uh, you can find he has it. archives like there's there's like i think he did it for about four years or so okay and you can he has it like in this one section down on the side where it has each month and shows like all the different posts. Yeah. You can go all the way from the first post he did all the way to the back. And you can see all you the see drama. See the prog progression, basically, the, of the, the scene. The fights, <laughs> the beefs and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's all still there. I mean, now there's so many street art blogs. And I really, um, like I said, guys, challenge me if you think uh, we're wrong. But I think that we're the oldest street art blog now because literally uh, Merrill <laughs> Fairfax was the only, only one older. You're than right. No, okay, no, no, no. Here in us. L.A. Dude, here in L.A. You are it. Yeah, I mean, there was L.A. Taco doing its stuff, but like I said, they're a taco blog that does street art stuff, too. You, right, you, you right. know, and there's other mm -hmm. blogs. There's graffiti blogs, uh, you know, um, some 35 millimeter or something like that. You, you oh, know, okay. You know, different ones. But like I said, one dedicated to L.A. street art, uh, we're it. I mean, we're not maybe not the best one, but we've been here consistently. And uh, just real, we want to thank Brittany. To, uh, she handles all that stuff for oh, us. Oh, dude, so, I love um, Brittany. Just message her, you know, on Instagram. Uh, give her a shout out. If you're an artist. Uh, dude, she's been here the whole time. Yeah, she. I mean, she's been interning for us since she was uh, in college, basically. <laughs> okay. Oh, so I mean, so cool. Um, you know, you know, literally, okay, when when Greg uh, from Melrose and Fairfax said, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna work on some uh, music stuff, um, and I'm not gonna work on uh, street art stuff anymore," he's like, "Go ahead and carry the torch uh, for me, basically." Um, and then we literally did that. And then you can uh, yeah. actually see in there. Uh, side blog of that archive you know we're one of their partners too and we actually yeah, did a absolutely. video for them um, uh, of Greg's music so if you want to know who Greg is and if you want to check out his music just go to our YouTube channel type in uh, Melrose and Fairfax um, 
I think blogspot.com. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you know what? During 2012, Greg was doing a punk band and he was uh had a sticker going around. Remember we're talking about stickers, right? Bankrupt um, slut. Bankrupt slut. Like I said, he was dating a porn star at the time. This dude, Sweetheart. This dude she definitely, was very sweet. This dude was definitely a character, man. And uh, like I said, I gotta, I gotta yeah. still give him his props because he started something, no. uh, a movement. You, you, Absolutely. You know, what I mean? you know what? He brought us together. Yeah, definitely. I would have never he met brought, him. Man. And here's the thing: the, um, Brainwashed did a, a show in 2011 where he rented out a building on what was that? Uh, the Brea. Life is beautiful. That that one, the one they had that blog. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about when he did the community oh, okay, thing okay, where okay. he had all the other artists come in. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. we all met each other. <laughs> That's how we all met each other for the first time. Like most of the big street art artists and graffiti artists in L.A. More street artists, I guess. Not so much the graffiti artists. That's how we all met the first time was at Brainwash's show that he had in 2011. So give a shout out to some of the OGs, man. I mean, I mean seriously, like some of the guys that have seriously been here. I mean, here. Morley is... Morley, yes. You know what? I met him He there. was... Gregory Siff. Gregory um, Siff. Yeah. Uh, John Innes with... Exactly. Um, you know, the pay to play. Um, Who's the guy that uh, did the, the Star Wars characters? Um, the, uh, the Yoda and the, the you know... Well, here, I, I remember artists... Oh, wait, oh and uh, Loud Labs, Scott and, uh, and Todd. Okay. Uh, you know what, man? I'm going to give this guy a shout-out. Um, I don't even know if he does street art anymore. Do you remember a guy named No Matter Whatness? Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yes, if, I do. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, if you check out, we did a great little video for him on our YouTube channel, too. So go, go to our YouTube channel, check out... And uh, this is really like a platform for... Uh, he did like uh, community like a, stuff. Yeah, like a kid, like, basically. He, he worked with uh, troubled teens, yeah. basically. He was love a, that guy. You, you know what I mean? And what he would do, I, would lo I love it, man. He would dumpster dive find trash and turn it into beautiful art like that was his thing yeah you know i remember I mean? that so i remember that, that so he would take like these ugly whatever happened to him Any that's what i'm saying hey if you're listening um no matter what it is man uh dude hey send it send a note to us man we'd love to have you on and see what Absolutely. you're up to man um like i said this is going to be a platform not only for teach to kind of talk about his art for me to talk a little bit about my music um and uh, just L.A. Street Gallery in general. And hey, dude, we're also going to get into politics a little bit. You know what yeah, I, mean? I mean? Like, you know what? I, uh, I'm going to come up with this segment where we toggle back and forth between all the different media. Okay. okay. We go from like CNN to Fox to BBC. You know like what? I'll even give you the Britain. China one, man. See what those communists are saying. Dude, <laughs> that would be awesome. Exactly. No, see, this is, this is what people need to realize. Okay. They need to quit just looking at American media. Okay. You need to look at what other people are saying all over the world. You know what I mean? To get a fair idea of what it, how we're coming across. Because you may think we're coming across one way, but if you really want to find out how you're coming across, check with the other countries. It's that simple. I mean, I mean, your street art, uh, your, just your art in general, before we get into all the technique of the single-layer stencil and everything like that, I mean, <laughs> you know, we're going to get into all that, but it has a lot of political commentary, a lot of social commentary, so that's why I think it's important for us to kind of just talk about these topics and uh, Absolutely. give your kind of art uh, commentary, too, you know. Most art galleries, they had that little square at the bottom said, this artist was trying to, <laughs> trying to say this or whatever, you know, give a little explanation. In street art, we literally don't have that. We have Instagram. No, dude, you got to be able to come I mean? across with a message in a very quick amount of time. You got to have a good hashtag, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, or else no one will ever see it, man. Well, you know what? I, I went to art school and I got a bachelor's degree of fine arts and my major was illustration. Okay. So as an illustrator, I would do conceptual uh, illustrations for magazine articles okay, okay. about editorial, you know, current issues and stuff. Yeah, like I mean, you so you've done a few like is just like an extension of that. Exactly. Yeah, you know. And instead of trying to get into magazines, I don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. I go put it up wherever I want mm -hmm. and then boom, it's seen. Exactly. I think that, you know, with social media, there's so much uh, uh, before well, ga galleries used to support artists, right? But, I mean, now... Um, <laughs> we don't need galleries anymore. <laughs> we don't anymore. need galleries Dude, anymore. it's so different now. We're, we're throwing a show at yeah. Flux Rebellion, okay? Dude, no, and, and then here's the thing, okay? With almost every single gallery opening, most of your pieces, almost every one of them is bought on the opening night, okay? That's it. The rest of the time, it just sits there. You might have a closing, but no one's buying anything. And uh, I think from the street artists, there's quite a few gallery quote-unquote owners on the street artist shit list right <laughs> oh man yeah yeah no names there no names no, there no, okay no, only no, positive no stuff for names basically <laughs> but i'm just saying it, like I, we'd love for you guys to just keep on tuning in um and uh, uh just kind of listen in because uh tomorrow we're gonna have the show here um it's gonna be uh may 25th and uh at uh, flux rebellion 
Uh, we would love it for you to come out. Uh, Black Sheep Club Clothing is going to be here too. No, I love it. These, these guys are are partnering up with anti-bullying campaigns, and uh, my son's been bullied at school, so I'm all about Black Sheep Club Company. Love these guys. And you know, I'm going to be here DJing, uh, uh, and JP Cali Smooth. He's going to be on the mic, um, being the MC, and also just kind of uh, uh, walking around and talking to people. Um, dude, JP Cali Smooth is one of the top battle rappers out there and he has the dog father's blessing you, you know what i mean so yeah, uh um, you know you're doing some uh you're showcasing some pieces with the kids as well too right it's right across from fairfax high school yep actually did a, uh, my first solo show at fairfax Last high year. school yeah. uh, two years ago oh, sorry, and yeah. was trying to get some of the students involved but they were very standoffish because i'm this you know vandal graffiti artist understandably but then they saw how the show went and everything i was only able to connect with two students that year this time, since when they saw what we did, which you helped me out with, was awesome. I brought those girls, remember? Dude, you <laughs> brought the girls, you brought the music, you were, you made it awesome. You brought the, the projector, projector. We had uh, the side of the uh, John building. Cage on the guitar, and then uh, Mitch, Mitch also DJing too. So, that uh, was awesome. They were so good that they wanted to have it at the, sh at the school again this year. And, and we almost did, but the leasing office in at the LAUSD, <laughs> screw you. Um, <laughs> they, they fucked it up. And, but luckily, Tammy at Flux Rebellion was nice enough to Shout let us use her space. And dude, it's right across the street from the school. <laughs> and we're starting the show at 4 p.m. because kids get out of school at 3 p.m., give them an hour to go get some snacks, do whatever they do these days and then come over and hang out so they can see the beginning of the show. And what I did was I went in and I taught their, one of their photography classes, a class of 22 students, my stencil technique, and we did portraits of their faces, and then over their, like their nose and mouth, we did words. Wow, so could, I'm, I'm you know, looking at it right now, man. There's yeah, it's right there. There's, act there's now, a, no hate, be kind. You know, quite yeah. a few. Uh, I'm a lover, not a fighter. We matter. I won't be a, another statistic. That's cool stuff. Yeah, man. I, I love it, man. I, you know what? I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, monochrome. Okay. Just I'm not, a, you know, too much color to me actually takes away from the true message. Sometimes I like it when things are black and white. I wish the world would be in black and white. Actually. Well, you know, it depends on <laughs> what the art piece is, where you're trying to get across and everything. But here I'm just trying to show, look, you know, we're all one. Of course. Color. Yeah, yeah. No, we're definitely. all one color. We all want to, you know, um, and so basically what I wanted to um, give them was an opportunity to have a real-life show experience yeah. instead of an art contest, which was all there was when I was in mm -hmm. school. I wanted to give them a chance to put pieces in an art show and sell it or not. Mm -hmm. And so I did a piece with each one of them on canvas board and 9 by 12 and each one of those is going to be 100 bucks. And then the 4x4 the four four canvas I did with all of them together, that's going to be 1800 1600 goes to them so they have an opportunity each to one make of money them too wow to make 200 bucks wow okay and also you're giving away some free stuff right to the first few oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah i made up some gift bags and uh with a, a print that i made from the last show that you actually printed so oh, that's great you're, great, you're great. sponsoring the gift bag dude <laughs> no problem man <laughs> awesome I, I love it man i just want to support you because i believe in your art man so like you know we Thanks, got some bro. uh uh you know gift bags for you guys the first comers um, and we'd love to just talk to you. Uh, we're always looking for people who are passionate about art to uh, join the movement, okay, of uh, LA Street Art Gallery. So, I mean, if you're interested in street art, if you like teacher's art, um, come by tomorrow, Flux Rebellion, uh, uh, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m.? 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Let's, uh, let's connect, man. You okay. know, we, we definitely want to meet more people that... Uh, that are interesting that you know we like to hear their get their input and if you're listening to this show um and it's way past the art show um basically this is the first episode of this podcast and uh we we're gonna have a lot of interesting guests come on street artists uh djs musicians uh um y you know my little sister is the mma fighter in oh, invicta <laughs> so she's so cool <laughs> so i mean Thank you for the portrait you did of her, too. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, we'll have her on. She'll bring on other fighters. She trains at AKA with Khabib and uh, Daniel Cormier. Oh, DC. I love you know DC. what I mean? So, uh, uh, you know, you have a history of doing portraits. So we have quite a few things in common, Yeah, man. dude, I, I, um, I am a big UFC fan, man. They, you know, that's, that really helped uh, my anger issues kind of, you know, have a channel of, uh, you know, watching these guys and living vicariously through them. I just have so much love and respect for all these guys that a lot of times I'll do stencils of them and put them up in the streets. And uh, the reason why I do that is a lot of times uh, portraits tend to draw your, your, your attention, portraits, money or something like that. And so... 
and then I'll put it like a little teach piece thought bubble, and then I'll make people think, oh, isn't that a? <laughs> they might not know who the fighter is or whatever, but they'll see something that looks like a fighter and a teach yeah, piece. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, they'll be like, what does that mean? Good, I got you thinking. I mean, like I said, I I I hang, I hang the one uh, Max Holloway uh, portrait you gave me in my living room, man. I, like I said, I bought a special frame for it, so I, I thank you I for saw that. It. That's <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you. So that's like, like giving my child a good home. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's I what you when you one of you, one, man. One let of me one. just tell you guys out there, okay? If you have a friend that's an artist and you get a piece of artwork from them, frame that thing nicely, put it up on the wall, take a picture of it, and send it to them, and you will never see a happier person in your <laughs> life. Okay? Artists love that. Exactly. Or you know, if you're if your friend's a musician, tell them, hey, I really enjoyed your song. I'm listening to it right now. You, you know, like yeah, I said, same thing. We'll, we'll we'll get into it. Like uh, like I said, as we go, the next few. Um, I don't know who the next guest will be. Um, you know, we definitely want to have some of the hot street artists right now, like Wordsmith. Uh, you know, those guys. Uh, want some girls in here too? Yeah, Padilla or something like that too, or just yeah. just even non-artists, other musicians. Uh, if you want to come on the show, you too. know who would be awesome to get on here it would be Lydia Emily. Okay. Oh my God, dude. It would be awesome to get her, definitely. Yeah, I mean her health is not that good these days, but man, you know, what an amazing, amazing OGs, woman. Man. I mean, um, I was just thinking we're talking about OGs. I mean, Random Act. Remember, she threw up the flower, right? Yeah. We actually had an awesome mural of uh, Scepterhead, Random Act, and uh, um, uh. I'm sorry, bro. I forgot uh, your name. Okay, name dude. slipped my mind right now. Um, no worries. Uh, but process art. Process art is the uh, the style of art he does. But anyways, we did. Oh, a Theffel. Theffel, um, yeah, Theffel. We did. Johnny Aroni. Yeah, Johnny. We did a community project last time, and you can find that on our YouTube channel now. But like again, it's oh, dude, that was cool. I remember <laughs> that. You know, that so we've been cool. we've been going at it for quite a while. This is really our first platform to reach you guys, um, and uh, have so send us an email. Uh, you know, info at lastreetart.gallery. Connect with us on I Instagram. Uh, Dude, you know what's going to be cool is when we actually have people calling in and stuff. Yeah, you know what? Looking I'll at what they're saying, like to where they can actually write in and we can see what they're saying and yeah, stuff. Yeah, definitely. We can, we can, uh, we'll I'm set that all up, man. You know, we'll set that all up um, yeah, once as we get going and, uh, you know, we'll have video and all that cool stuff too, man. So, uh, Dude, I can't wait. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to is connecting <laughs> with people. You, you know, know and like I, mean? I said, it would be cool to do live events, I mean, through the internet. We can do live pieces here. I mean, I could be DJing a boiler room style and some an artist could be throwing up a piece. I mean, and we can have a private event in the future of just a uh, special LA Street Gallery Gallery members or something like that. Sounds like fun. You know what I mean? So you have all that looking forward and coming to you guys, okay? So I just want to say thanks to Teach. Um, I'm really looking forward to your show tomorrow, man. So, um, so like I said, tomorrow... Uh, May 25th, uh, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, Rebellion, 7763 okay? Melrose Avenue. 7763 Melrose Avenue. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Take care. Bye.